Welcome to the Ready to Buy podcast. The podcast for busy young professionals like you to help get yourself and keep yourself ready to buy your dream home. Series one is for all of you looking to buy your first home. And whether that's next week, next month, or even next year, we'll walk you through the process and help you build your knowledge, your understanding, and your confidence really help ensure that you have a plan in place and that you're ready to buy when you want to be. The Ready to Buy podcast is brought to you by me, Mark Humphrey of MHC Mortgage and Protection Limited. And with over 20 years of experience in the mortgage industry, we help and support people like you buy their homes on a daily basis. We are passionate about making the process simple, easy, hassle and stress-free for all of our clients and we'll be sharing our knowledge, experience and loads of useful hints and tips throughout the series. We'd love you to get in touch if you'd like some help with your own situation and you can find us at mhcmortgages.co.uk. And to make sure you never miss an episode, you can subscribe using any podcast app out there, including of course Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Amazon. Welcome to today's episode, Meet Our First Time Buyers Three Years On. Yes, it is our season finale, and yes, it is episode 13. Unlucky for some, it's not going to be unlucky for us, and it's certainly not going to be unlucky for you. So today we'll be talking to James and Leanne, who helped to buy their first home back in 2018. Not only is it lovely for me to hear from them, hear from their own experience and from their perspective after several years. But also, I think you're going to find some really useful hints and tips as we go along. Thanks so much for agreeing to uh, talk to us. Um, so everybody, I'd like to introduce you to James and Leanne. So I've, I've known Leanne and James for several years. They're, they're clients of mine. And actually, they've been, they've been through the journey of, of buying their first home. So I thought it would be really good to hear about their experiences and several years on, in fact. So their memories of, of their experience and maybe, just maybe it's with sort of through rose-tinted specs. So James and Leanne, welcome. Hi, Hi. thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, it's an absolute pleasure. So should we should we dive in? So let's tell tell me about your sort of situation. And so the, the first point that you thought, actually we're ready to go out and buy a house. So we were, we were seeing each other, um, boyfriend and girlfriend, um, for about, was it a year? Yeah. It's, it's going to sound a bit crazy. It was a year when we decided that we would buy a place together. Um, but actually, we'd known each other for a long time. Um, went to the same school, secondary school, et cetera. So although we were only together for a year, we'd actually known each other for a long time. Um, yeah, and we were seeing each other, and we wanted to take it to the next step. Yeah, we we didn't want to rent anywhere. We just wanted to dive straight in um, and go for a mortgage. We knew that we wanted to be together. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we thought skip renting. It's a waste of money. So uh, we're living at home and go straight into looking for a mortgage. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, we were both living at our parents' houses. So I'd go around to Leanne's house, or she'd come around to my house. You don't get as much privacy. Um, yeah, you kind of want to fly the nest. <laughs> 
Yeah, ab- absolutely. And I, I think you touched on something there that's really quite a, a big thing for buying for your first home is, that, is the fact that you've known each other for quite some time. And that's some that's something we I've spoken about and and do speak regularly with with those buying for the first time. Just be just be mindful if you don't know each other that well and you're jumping into something really big. It's really important just to to make sure you know each other and and take that time and and like you said with you we're several years on and and we've got some recent news this, this year, haven't we? Yeah, yeah, we got married this year, so uh, <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All good. <laughs> yeah, it's all going good. <laughs> Fantastic, and and it wasn't long after you you bought that you brought some cats into this into this world in, into your home. <laughs> yeah, yep. that, that was me. <laughs> I wanted the cat. Ah, <laughs> oh, fantastic! How how many cats have you got? We got two. So I think about six months, maybe not even six months later, we um mm. we got them, and yeah, they were a great addition to the to the family. Yeah, all I heard about until we until we got them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet you sound really keen, James. But I, I guess you're you've grown to to love them. Yeah, they love they're, 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 they're lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so, so going back then, so you've decided, right? We we really want to buy. We we don't want to to rent. So the deposit is something that that I know an awful lot of first time buyers either struggle with or have to get help. So, how did you go about getting your deposit together? So we, I mean, so we went. We decided we were going to go fifty fifty on the deposit. Um, keep it evens. Um, you can talk for yourself, I guess. But for me, I, I've been saving for some time. I I, um, I was living at home, so it was easier for me to save. I was paying rent, but I was also saving into um, uh, help to buy ISA. So when when they first came out, I, I opened it straight away, and I was putting the I think it was two hundred pounds in there every single month. Um, so by the time we were coming around to to buy, that I'd had as much in there as you could possibly have. Um, but I'd also been investing over before uni and, and uh, through uni. Um, didn't do anything amazing, but I had I was saving money regularly. So for me, um, helped helped to buy ISA plus selling some investments gave me the half that I needed for the deposit. Yeah. So what what a fantastic example actually. So in terms of just thinking ahead, I don't think I've met too many clients that have probably been as as forward thinking as you in terms of. At an early stage is starting to save now because you know you're going to need it and we sort of talk about the importance of having a plan in place and you've you've almost got that plan in place long before you've you possibly when you started saving was it thinking i might need that to buy a house or was it just i need to save yeah so the investments was just it's good to see money grow um and work for you they helped to buy isa it was it was for a house um i didn't know when i was going to buy one but when the government are throwing out schemes like that, I want to I want to maximise it as much as I can, um, because it uh, I knew it would struggle for first time buyers. That was a, a good scheme, in my opinion, that they put in. What helped me anyway, what helped us? Um, yeah, just try to maximise it really. Yeah, fantastic. It's so important as well, I think, to start early because I was not good at saving. I'm still not good at saving. So um, <laughs> no, not. <laughs> so I think over the years I saved and then dipped into savings and I had savings and then took money out for things. Um, so I think I really, when we got together, I, I knew like I needed to, you know, ramp it up a bit. So I really, really started saving. I was living at home so I could save more, worked out exactly how much I could save up to the maximum. Um, and that's what I did. And I opened up the Help to Buy ISA 
um, I think when we got together actually. And so I didn't have as much in it, but it really, really helped us out because there's those fees that you have to pay, like with the stamp duty and the solicitor fees and things mm. that you don't take into account when you're actually saving your deposit. Because not only do you need your deposit, you need the money for the stamp duty and the money for the solicitor fees. So the help to buy money really, really helped us. Yeah, yeah fantastic. And that I think that goes to show as well, it's never too late. And we don't all have to be the best savers, but it was you've got to a point there where you're right. Okay, I've really got to get serious about this. And and like I say living at home as well, it helps because your outgoings are minimal. And I, I think your your respective sort of families, you did have to pay some rent, didn't you? Yeah, yeah not a massive amount, but yeah, it, it was. We did have to pay like rent. Yeah, I can't remember how much I paid now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's about two hundred and fifty, maybe maximum. Yeah, which is. It's it's one of those, isn't it? When when you go from paying very little to paying a mortgage, paying the council tax, paying bills, it's paying something, and it just helps sort of soften the blow. Anyway, I suppose. Anyway, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. So so we're we're at that stage then. So you're thinking, right? We've we've been together now. We want to buy. We've got our deposit together. So the next step. So what made you come to me, or or even in general, what would make you come to a mortgage broker at that stage? Do you think? Well, I think we had never really thought about mortgage broker or anything, but um, obviously I knew you previously. um, And yeah, I thought I want to go to someone that I trust, that I know will give me good advice. Um, I didn't know any other mortgage brokers at the time or anything. And I, I thought I could trust Mark. I'll go and speak to him for advice. And that's initially what it was, was to go to you and just ask you, for your advice this is what we want to do and then yeah you were really really helpful and it went from there it was yeah it was a no-brainer really wasn't it yeah well that's that's good to hear and uh this episode isn't about my ego so we'll, we'll leave that at the door um <laughs> but it but I, I think it it's it's that thing of of as a first-time buyer not really knowing about necessarily about the process not knowing it, but necessarily you, you said there that you knew that there would be additional costs, so things like solicitor costs and things, but it's sort of mapping all that out. So actually working through all all of the costs, working out how much you could borrow, different lenders, as we say all the time, different lenders will lend you different amounts. So it was working out which one was the most appropriate for, for you both. The initial call that we had with you was really, really helpful because it let us know exactly how much we could look at and we looked at lots of different things didn't we different yeah. budgets and um different types of houses could we go for a two bed could go for a three bed so it was really good to have everything laid out in front of us and know exactly what we're looking at yeah yeah it makes sense and it's it's a really common thing and I'm, I'm sure you'd you'd probably say the same that so many people I speak to have already looked at right move, so already got quite a keen eye before you even start looking. It's right move or the agent's websites is to start looking to see what's out there. But having that that sort of call and and that sort of um, summary just to understand exactly right, this is how much we can borrow, how much we can afford, all those good things. Then it starts to become a bit more real, doesn't it? Because you can look at properties thinking, right, we know actually these are in our price range or these aren't, so we'll we just won't. We won't entertain that. Definitely not a silly question. Each episode, we like to answer a question that I might have been asked by a client this week. 
because something that we don't know, no matter how big or small, particularly when it comes to money, mortgages and finance, will cause unnecessary stress. So I say to all of my clients, there really genuinely are no silly questions. And so the question this week I've been asked, if you could give yourself some advice, knowing what you know now, before you bought for the first time, what would it be? That's a really good question. And I suppose I'd been in the mortgage industry for some time. Probably still applies now. Plan. Plan as far forward as is reasonable. So whether that be in terms of saving your deposit, make sure you're budgeting for things, just generally making sure that you have a bit of a plan and you're not doing things at the last minute. There's nothing wrong with a bit of spontaneity, of course. But actually, when it comes to your money, when it comes to planning, when it comes to moving house, they're big things. So just be as organised as you can and try and plan ahead. So if you have a question you'd like to ask, anything at all, please get in touch through my LinkedIn page, I'm Mark Humphrey, or via the MHC Mortgages page on Facebook. Not only will I come back to you nice and quickly with an answer, but I promise to try and share your question in future episodes because you can be sure if you're thinking that question, there'll be plenty of other people thinking exactly the same questions. Now, there are a couple of things that I need to tell you as we're talking money and mortgages. It's important to seek advice for your own individual circumstances, okay? And whilst it might seem really obvious, a mortgage is a loan secured on your home, and your home may be repossessed if you don't keep up your mortgage payments. So in other words, if you have a mortgage or when you get a mortgage, pay it on time, you'll be fine. So the house search then. So I know from our, remember from our original conversations, you weren't looking to go too far, were you? No, we always wanted to stay within the same area. Both of our families live around here. Our friends live around here. Um, so yeah, it was straight on right move. See what's available in the area. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just spent evenings looking at different houses online. Um, what was within our budget? What did we like? What did we like the look of? Um, and yeah, just kind of picked out a few different ones and thought, right, we're going to start looking. I think it was over maybe Easter time, wasn't it? So I got get Easter out of the way and then we'll start looking. Um, mm. yeah, and that's how the, the search started. Yeah. And we looked at a variety of different price ranges. Cause I think initially we weren't, I don't think we were looking to go as high as 400. Um, so we were looking at the, the lower end. There wasn't much around in the area, but also I think the ones that we did actually see um yeah it felt a little bit lacking in somewhere and i think it was a bit, maybe a bit smaller than we were expecting um yeah until we found a place that we're currently in yeah brilliant and how many can you remember how many houses you actually looked around how many you actually viewed it wasn't many it was less than 10 i think i think it was about eight or nine yeah so i remember one day we we tried to we tried to book as many as we could in the day and we just got in the car and we're driving around from 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 place to place so we saw quite a few a few after work um yeah, reasonable now. Yeah, well, that's that's good. Now, I'd always say you you never it was rare to find the first one and offer on that and and it being perfect. But I suppose for our listeners, can you describe that feeling? Because we often hear about the one and you sort of walk through the door and you think 
ah, you sort of look at each other and think this, this is a one. Can, did that, was that the case for you guys? Yeah, I think yeah, it was. I mean, I remember, so on Right Move, we found a house um, that looked really nice and we sort of thought, oh, this is definitely the one. Um, we'll have a look at it. Um, and we went there and... We were so no, underwhelmed. Yeah, un- <laughs> underwhelmed, probably an understatement. And, and actually this house, we saw it on Right Move and we were like, okay, we're going to have a look, but probably, probably not going to be the, the one that we want. Um, pictures can be deceiving. Uh, but we, we we got here. It was a nice area, um, convenient area. Lo- lots of you know local travel and amenities and things like that. And we walked in. It was just bigger than some of the ones we've seen. The garden was was very big. You know, went really far back. You you sort of you walk into the house and you're thinking, oh, we could do this, we could do that. You're already planning what you want to do with it before you've even made made an offer. Um, yeah, and I, we both walked away from it, and yeah, you you, you just know. And then I think yeah, we were quite quick to. <laughs> try and put an offer in because we, we wanted to seal the deal before anyone else got a chance to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah I think as we left, there was someone else coming in for a viewing mm. and you sort of think, right, competition, let's, let's get this done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fantastic. So can you remember how long it was before you literally was it same day you, you went back with an offer to the agent? I think it was the next day because yeah. I think we were, we were at work, weren't we? Mm. And we were going back and forth with calls, putting an offer, rejected, putting an offer or we'll think about it, come back. So yeah, I think yeah, it, was it was literally, it was quick. It yeah, was quick. it was very quick. Um, and yeah, that, that feeling of, Oh, are we going to get it? Are we not? <laughs> it's uh, yeah, definitely a weird feeling. Yeah. Cause I'm sure you, you've probably watched things like location, location, location and Phil and Kirsty and, and those types of programs and you watch it and you, until you've actually been there and the nerves of, of everything, it, it really is something else, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it is. You don't feel like you're going to get nervous about something like that. It's not your house yet. You've just literally been to see it. And then you're like, oh, I really want it. Yeah. But it's a lot of money as well. It's probably the first time that most people would have parted with that much, well, that much, well, taking on that much money, that much debt, plus mm. the deposit. So it's a bit daunting, but it is. It's, it's good. Yeah. It's, I, I say to everybody, buying particularly your first home because you've not done it before, it's such a big deal and it's it's a massive thing and, and it's so important to get it right and it – I think you'll agree it can be a really positive experience. It doesn't need to be a str- I know, James, you're quite laid back anyway, or probably very laid back actually. Um, so, so that probably helps in your sort of character traits, but um, they, they say that, that moving house can be one of the most stressful things in life. But so what, what was your experience of the next what, three months? It was less than three months, wasn't it? From when you had your offer accepted to when you'd actually pick the keys up. Yeah, it was really quick. I think we were lucky because we were obviously moving from parents' houses, so no chain. Uh, the people who lived here before already had a property that was vacant for them to move into. So that whole process went really quickly, which is good. Good for us because, I mean, you know, it's like anything. Once you buy something, you, you want it. Um, and we, we were ready to, to move whenever. Um, yeah, it went, went pretty smooth. It was it, it was quick. Yeah, it wasn't – yeah, people say that it is, you know, a lot of pressure and – it is a massive thing, but it didn't feel like it for us. It was just very smooth. We were really lucky. I think it was probably only around eight to ten weeks that it took yeah. from when we actually put the offer in to when we moved in. So it yeah. was really, really quick. And we, yeah, we went out and bought a few bits uh, in preparation for moving in. You know, you start building up the cardboard boxes. Probably more, probably more stressful for our, for our parents with all these cardboard boxes building up in the houses. They just want to get out at that point. Well, that, that's it, isn't it? Because, um, again, I don't know if you remember it, but when you go through the process, you've got all of the activity at the start. So you've been out, you've looking for houses, all the exciting bits. We we organise the mortgage application. We get the mortgage offer fairly quickly. 
you've filled out your solicitor paperwork and then all the the bits are going on behind the scenes. So even though in the grand scheme of things, sort of eight to 10 weeks isn't that long in this process, there's still quite a few weeks in the sort of second half of that where you're not actually having to do anything. And it's that sort of low in proceedings, isn't it? Yeah. And so I, I think we spoke about that and to expect that beforehand. And like you said there, it's a really good opportunity to get organized. Get, so get your thing, review your protection, like your life cover, protecting your income, those types of things, ensuring your home insurance is in place, getting all your getting all your removals and things like that sorted. I suppose in your situation as as first time buyers, you haven't got that much stuff, so you're going out and buying it. And and things things like beds and and sofas and things, because we live in an age now where you've got Amazon that delivers things the next day, you assume that they'll be ready next day. <laughs> but it's, that's not the case, of course, is it? You oh. you go and you. I don't know how you were with, with your bed and sofa and things like that, but you go and order it and actually you're moving in, waiting for another month or two for it to arrive. Was that was that the case with you? Yeah, well, we were really lucky because there was a, they left a sofa here. So we were lucky enough to have a sofa. But yeah, I think ours was on like a, a, a was it a month or two months wait or something yeah, to something get it. Like um, and then I bought my bed with me and they also left a, a bed in the spare bedroom. Um, so we were lucky with that as well so we didn't really have to wait too long for anything we kind of had the furniture here um, so we were lucky with that yeah that's brilliant and so I know I know sort of haven't spoken to you quite a few times since the move then because that was about three years ago wasn't it or over three years ago now and and so I imagine the house looks a bit different to when you first moved in yeah, yeah just a bit very different yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've done quite a bit of work to it. Still got work to do, but um, yeah, the downstairs is, um, has been pretty much been done now. So uh, we're moving up to the upstairs now. Um, but yeah, the main plan for us when we moved in, there was a wall in between the kitchen and the dining room. And straight away we were like, we'll take the wall out and make it open plan kitchen diner. So that's been done. Um, that was the main thing we wanted to do to the house, which is make the house look a lot bigger. Um, yeah, I think that, that's what we wanted to do when we when we moved in there. We, you know, because I think at, at the time both rooms were quite narrow. Um, we the lighting wasn't the best, but obviously forward thinking, if we take that wall down, the lighting will be much better. The room will be much bigger. Um, yeah, and we did it. Although it was a bit more work than we necessarily thought, which is always the case when you're doing DIY and things <laughs> like that. <laughs> um, yeah, really is, and well, it's, it's great to see and and. It's, it's something that I spoke about a couple of episodes ago where when you're looking to buy for the first time, I think we're almost conditioned nowadays that we want brand new things and we want everything to be perfect. But actually the reality is sometimes the slight compromise and probably the fun of it as well is when you're buying a home, it's getting that location. So for you, it was somewhere local, it was a good house um, and you've you've made it your own and and actually that's there's a lot more fun in that I know it probably doesn't feel like it with those late nights and and sort of the hard work involved but you get to the point now where you can look back with even more pride can't you yeah yeah Yeah, definitely yeah it's worth it in the end (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. and I suppose just to just to finish up then is there anything that you would have done differently so knowing what you know now is there anything that you might have have done differently at all um, I think we're a lot wiser to things now. I think when you first move into a house, the first time that you're looking to buy a house, um, you don't know what 
things to look at when you're looking at houses and things can be easily covered up. Um, we had like a basic survey done on the house, but not any like structural engineering survey or anything like that. Um, but there was a lot of little things that we'd found as we were decorating or things that cropped up over the months, even year um, after being in the house that <laughs> we probably, if we'd known what to look at beforehand, we probably would have found it before um, putting the offer in on the house. Um, little bodge jobs that have been done to hide damp patches and leaks and things like that. So I think if yeah. we were to kind of go back again, maybe we would go for maybe a more in-depth um, search or just take a proper look at the house. Yeah, yeah. Certain things can be covered up, but over over time, maybe like a year damp, you know, if you cover it with paint and wallpaper, it won't last that long. I mean, it, these are all minor things and nothing, nothing horrendous has happened, which is good. Um, but yeah, I think definitely look everywhere, you know, look at the fuse board, look at the, the tap check, everything works properly, things like that, because um, again, the, the fuse board here was, was really old. So when we got the kitchen done, we had to pay for the replacement for the latest standard. Um, had we really paid attention to it, we would have realized that it was really old <laughs> um, because we just wouldn't touch it. Um, things like that. But also, I mean, yeah, that they they did leave some, they left the beds and the sofas. Um, it's also when people leave stuff, and now I guess I'm a bit more cynical, but you think they're doing you a favor, but sometimes there's a reason why stuff is being left. Like the sofa, for example, it was great. I mean, it was a sofa, we used it for a while, but it, we couldn't get it out. It was impossible to actually get out of the room without destroying it. So that's probably why, <laughs> probably why they didn't take it out. Um, you know, they, they, they probably did it whilst they were building or doing bits in the hallway. So there was a lot more space, but it was, yeah, we tried, we just could not take it out. So we had to destroy and dispose of the sofa before we could bring the new one in. And then the new one had to be built inside the room because it wouldn't fit through the, the doorway. Um, so yeah, hidden hidden things, but you know, it, it was convenient for us anyway, so <laughs> it's not that bad. No, it's, it's really, really interesting to hear that. And uh, how did you break it down, the sofa? Elbow grease, <laughs> just a uh, you know hammer saw, just cut it because I mean, yeah, I didn't didn't really have it was it was quite an old sofa, so it wasn't it wasn't uh, built in a way that you could easily take it apart. You just had to whack it apart. But when, when we did the we sort of renovated the living room first, um, so the the room was stripped down anyway, so I could be a bit more uh, liberal with the force and not worry about damaging anything else because there was nothing else to damage really at the time. Yeah, fantastic. I I just had visions of you with a chainsaw or something a bit more <laughs> a bit more dramatic. But I stay away from chainsaws. I'm not. Yeah, no, not a fan. I like my house. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great stuff. Well, well, thanks so much for joining us. Um, it's been really interesting, and I'm sure our listeners will will agree just to hear and and to see you go from. It's it's been fantastic from my perspective seeing you at that that point. Um, actually, all the way through and and. Do you know, maybe we'll, we'll get you back on in a couple of years' time and, and see see how things are, are progressing for you again. Yeah, yeah, for yeah sure, definitely. definitely. We'd love to. Yeah, it's been fun. Lovely. Right. All the best and, uh, and speak soon. And so that is the end of season one. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you found it interesting, engaging and helpful in your search for your first home please get in touch if I can be of any help at all if you'd like me to help you put a plan in place or if you'd like me to essentially hold your hand and help you through the whole process so you can get in touch with me I'm Mark Humphrey 
through inquiries at mhcmortgages.co.uk and you can also find those details in the show notes. If you've enjoyed the season, don't despair. We are taking a bit of a break, but we'll be back in January with season two with a host of helpful topics, discussion and interviews with experts from the industry.